There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Michael Bryant bringing you Timmy Lammers. He's not with us quite yet. We, we had Tim, and then I think he had tech issues because he just dropped out randomly. He's a disaster. So we will get him back uh, in the room here. No, nope, forget it. Just get rid of him. Get, just cancel him flat out. Oh, he's joining? He's get our backup movie. <laughs> get our backup movie person we have on deck. Yeah, who is that? Uh, Roger Br- Ebert? Yeah, we've got uh, Lemmy Tammers is going to be here. Ooh, Lemmy Tammers. I like Lemmy <laughs> good, Tammers. Good, good improv. You guys don't know who Roger Ebert is, uh, Roger Ebert is do you? No, yeah, I don't. Thank you. Oh, so you do, but the other two don't. I don't know. I didn't know who Kiss was, so just add it to the list. You didn't know who Kiss was either? No. I'm t- Does anybody in your generation ever look back at history to learn anything? I do, but I don't. I You're a disaster. Unless Gene Simmons was wearing the face paint, I wouldn't pick him out of a two-man lineup with Oprah Winfrey. You're a racist. That's well, all I have to say. It is yeah. what it is. You're Anyways. a horrible human being. <laughs> Anyways, Timmy Lammers now does join us, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Timmy? Good. I'm just wondering if uh, these youngsters in the uh, crowd here are going to even know who I'm talking about today with Priscilla and the Beatles. Oh, God, no. Forget it. You're out of the mix. I assume she's a love interest that they wrote a song about? No, that is Priscilla <laughs> no. Presley. my bell. No, um, Priscilla is the new motion picture from Sophia Coppola, filmmaker Sophia Coppola. Um, and this, you know, it, it's interesting how history has people sort of purposefully overlook things like the fact that Elvis was 10 years older than Priscilla and they mm-hmm. met when she was 14 and he was 24. What? Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Ish. Yeah. Well, I knew, see, see it, again, it, the way that history portrays it, I mean, because... With Elvis, I mean, he is the king of rock and roll. And I, I would imagine that people don't want to tarnish, you know, whatever reputation he had. Um, but my understanding was, was that they met and he knew her in Wiesbaden, Germany, where she was there with her, oh, sure. her family. Yep. Okay. Uh, the stepfather and her mother and I, mean, I think stepbrother. And uh, this I'll just this kind of plays into how the movie unfolds. 
Uh, a friend of Elvis says, hey, you, you know Elvis Presley? Would you like to come over to his house? Because he was in the Army at the time, but, you know, he was Elvis. So he didn't have to stay in the barracks. He stayed in his own house. And he met Priscilla Bilou, whatever her last name was, and took an immediate liking to her. And my understanding over these years was that they were friends, and only later on, when she was about 17, did she move over to Memphis and Graceland. Uh. But this film, which is based on Priscilla Presley's uh, biography from 1985. This information has been around almost 30 years. Um, she, or, or is it 40? My God, almost 40. Yeah. So what am I thinking? Yep. Um, she said that they they never consummate, consummated the relationship until they were married. And at that point, she was 22. But still, between 14 and then, she allegedly was only friends with him. Although in the film, there's some lip-locking and stuff like that. Like, almost immediately. Real? At 14? Yeah, and he's 24. Oh, God. Ooh. So, needless to say, I am cringing at this movie. Because yeah. last year you had Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's movie, terrific film. And that's about Elvis and his world and his music and everything else. And obviously Priscilla is a part of that. Well, now we're seeing um, the, the story from Priscilla's point of view, finally. Because mm -hmm. we never really, you know, she's always been a part of his story, but we've never seen her story. Um, so not only did he, you know, his lip locking and all that sort of stuff, because he had that old fashioned notion in mind. I want it to be right. I want it to be special, blah, 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 blah. He waited until they were married before they got intimate. And she says that in her book. Mm -hmm. But either way, I mean, the fact that the guy is 24 years old and she was 14 when they met. Yeah. And mm, I'm trying to think how old she might have been where he started showing some true colors and introducing her to popping pills and right. having violent outbursts and cheating with uh, having alleged affairs with the likes of Nancy Sinatra and um and margaret really yeah on viva las vegas oh sure um, yeah yep um you know so there was that always that specter of infidelity hanging in the air he just he he you know, totally disagreed with it but there was no question that elvis was getting around he was elvis so that was a problem as well so you know and and you know his anger outburst so needless to say this movie while incredibly well done, because Sophia Copley, uh, for what it's worth, she's a good filmmaker. Yes, okay? she is. You're, I she's agree. Like her old man. Yep. Um, kind of lacking in the acting department. But uh, Here, here's my scene. You ready? Dodd. <laughs> there, that's her big scene right there. From The Godfather Three, you God. youngsters, you probably <laughs> don't even know that picture either. Probably not. Yeah, so it's just one of these pictures where the acting is terrific. This, are you guys familiar with the show Euphoria? I would imagine, yes. Yep, I know of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's an actor in there. His name is Jacob Alordi. Now, 
my older daughter and I see a lot of movies together and she went to this picture with me and she says, he's a real bad dude in this euphoria. Uh -oh. Well, in this, I have to say, he sounds a lot like Elvis. I mean, he doesn't call her Priscilla, he calls her Scylla. Scylla. Hey, Scylla. Hey, hey, baby. He says, hey, baby, a lot. Hey, baby. <laughs> uh, and, and so he has that down. He doesn't quite look like the king, although enough. I mean, yeah, there's some definite Elvis in there. But he's also like six foot five. And this uh, girl, Kaylee Spenny, who plays Priscilla, is five foot one. So this height differential yeah. kind of adds into the whole thing when she's this innocent 14 year old girl. Just this imposing height just seems to, that, that, that gap in age, it seems to widen it in, in an odd sort of sure. way when you see this couple together. He just seems so much older than her when in reality, the two are almost the same age. They're like, uh, she's, 25 and he's 26 um so it is pretty amazing how this kaylee spenny plays priscilla from age 14 to about 22 when she leaves elvis uh it's very very convincing it's a very convincing movie but i just think it's gonna piss off a lot of elvis fans because they're gonna deny the fact yeah. that they can't they can't deny the fact that he was dating a 14 year old when he was 24 or friends yeah. but but uh, this, the, the, you know, I'm sure they'll dispute his behavior. Mm -hmm. And this again is taken from the book. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard because you got a, a really great, well told story, a well told film. But, you know, obviously the facts, even though they came from Priscilla, are going to be up for debate. You know, what's amazing about that is, you know, I look back because when I met Catherine, she was 21. And I was 29. And even yeah. though she was 21, I was still nervous about that. It's like, oh, my God, she was a teenager three years ago. Well, you now know? I hope that AI doesn't take this audio and mess it up. But, you know, we often had a joke because my wife is five years older than me that she babysat me when I was 13. And that's how we got together. But that's, <laughs> true. that's real nice. Um, but no, in fact, I was 22 and she was 27. Yeah. We're not quite five years, four years and nine months or mm -hmm. whatever apart. Um, but yeah, yeah. It seems a little more acceptable then. Well, yeah. I mean, but it still makes me nervous thinking about it. You know, yeah. Let's say if I met her and she was only 19, that would have been. Yeah. It's pushing two year man. difference. Yeah. It's pushing it. It's really pushing it. And, and yeah, I mean, even let's just say I met my wife earlier than that. If I were 19, yeah, I, I just don't think it would have. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Has anybody else dated somebody much older or younger than them? Tevin, you, you dated like a 75-year-old woman, didn't you? Yeah, well, she had those Worthers in her pocket that she kept giving to me. <laughs> the Worthers, so yeah. Yeah, I just got strung. She put them out, and it was a little like little string of Worthers candy that I kept picking up off the ground. Nothing wrong with that. Trapped in her basement. Yeah, Brittany, you're, you're anything? Well, I, I mean, just kind of go back to the movie, is that, like, I think it's insane, that age gap. Like, yes, as you get older, that age gap is less apparent, but at that point, yeah, it's a child. Like, it's I, easy. It really is. As yeah. much as I love Elvis and I love his music and I love the generosity he showed a lot of people when he Listen, was. Old. You can have both things exist, and yeah. also it's a different time. Like that's where I go. Like we don't have to rewrite history and say he's this amazing guy. 
we know that Elvis, you, there's no way he's doing all these drugs and is even keeled, whatever. Like, and it's fine. You can have both things exist. I know that the, um, you know, the Elvis camp hates this movie and they would not grant her using any of the music. Did that feel very apparent in the movie? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. I mean, that was something I noticed right away. Uh, oddly enough, he played now. Did Jerry Lee Lewis play a whole lot of shaking going on? Yep. Okay. I thought, well, that's kind of ironic. He's sitting there the first time she meets him and Elvis at the piano playing a whole lot of shaking going on, playing a Jerry Lee Lewis tune, because obviously that tune, what, he married his 12-year-old second cousin or something? 13. Yeah. She was already 13. 13. Come on. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but it works. The movie works because the music of the era is there. Although, uh -huh. you know, as somebody who knows music and Tommy, this would drive you crazy too. So, the first night they met, clearly in 1959, they're sitting there, or maybe it's their second date or gathering or whatever the hell. Uh -huh. um, they start playing Crimson and Clover by Tommy James. It's like that move, that song did not come out until 1968. So right. what in the hell right. is your music supervisor doing? You can use yeah. the, the, the music, but it's like, so they use a lot of songs. And yeah, so you don't see Elvis singing apart from that thing. And whether it was Jacob Alorder or not, I don't know. But it sounded like Elvis singing. Mm -hmm. um, but he was at the piano at that point. Um, you know, obviously talked about touring, talked about Colonel Tom a lot, but you never see Colonel Tom. Whereas Elvis, the movie, I mean, Tom Hanks, I mean, it was a big part of the story. So it's all more or less the polar opposite of yeah. Elvis. Um, there is one scene, and again, this comes down to great filmmaking, where they show Elvis on stage in like in a silhouette sort of situation. Not the Elvis music playing, but uh -huh. you know, clearly he's in concert with the uh, white jumpsuit and all that, the cape and all that. Um, so you know, that takes a lot of creativity. And and I will say, for a film about uh, effectively Elvis, because it's Priscilla and Elvis, to not have any Elvis music in it, it was really, really well done. That's what was the name great. of the movie? Priscilla. It's just called Priscilla. That's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And there's really nobody you know in it. I mean, unless, again, you watch Euphoria. The younger kids will know. Um, but uh, unless you see, you know, that show, uh, Kaylee Spaney's been in a lot of different things, but not recognizable. Um, the, the woman that plays, I think the, one of the counselors, one of the lawyers in succession is the mom. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, you really don't know anybody and, but that's okay though. I mean, I'm, you always don't have to plug in notable people. You don't really, I know a lot of people had a problem with it. You don't necessarily have to pull in, plug in Tom Hanks to play Colonel Tom. Yeah. I think any number of actors could have done it. Uh, but they did have Austin Butler, who, again, younger viewers knew him from the Disney Channel. I had came hard... in and he knocked it out of the park. Or you didn't like it? No, I had a hard time watching it. You know, it felt like it wanted to be a couple things at once. Um, I think I could maybe go back and try to enjoy it like a concert because it felt like it was more of like a Moulin Rouge meets a concert. And it, I wanted more... I wanted more story, I think. And, and, and maybe, again, I have to go in with a different mind frame of just enjoying it for what it is. Well, and that is totally Baz Luhrmann for you because yeah. he, he did Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And, and he is just this incredibly 
vividly his filmmaking is just off the charts it's crazy stuff but it is something that you have to have a liking for yeah and this is so much the opposite of that this is just this intimate story mainly between these two individuals and again the fact that you know there's that 10 year age gap and she's 14 to begin with yeah it, it's kind of like you get this weirded out feeling yeah and you can't you cannot shake it for the rest of the picture it just hangs with you and i think probably part of the issue is is that the public's perception of priscilla is of the older priscilla that's the priscilla they mostly know mm -hmm. and they know her with lisa marie presley who a variety published this great article how Lisa Marie Presley was really pissed off about this movie before she died. I mean, mm -hmm. she saw the script and she was really upset. Now, and the most baffling thing to me, and then I got to get onto the Beatles quickly, is that you had Priscilla Presley, an executive producer, I think, on Elvis, where she's, you know, <laughs> out doing publicity and lavishing praise upon the picture. And yeah. she was there during filming, blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, a year later, now she's with this story that, She's an executive producer and I mean, publicity, and 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 it's like she's having it both ways in a way. Yeah, it's, but Tim, that's kind of what we were talking about. Is like both things can be true. He's this amazing performer, and all this happened. I think that actually shows such growth for her because she did. She yeah. praised Austin Butler. She said they did the movie great, and I think that's where like Elvis fans should fall on is that like both things can exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have to, it's kind of like people still embracing Michael Jackson's music, despite the fact that there were so many allegations. And of course, he was cleared in a court case, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's 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 really tough that to make that separation. And there's no question that when I start listening to Elvis songs again, I'm going to think of that. And I don't know, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's a movie, right? I mean, yeah. you know, things, obviously there's, there's going to be disputes and there's going to be historians that say, yeah, yeah that's totally accurate. And others that are saying, no, that's BS. But it did come. Yeah, he's breaking up pretty bad. Sure now, unfortunately. He just locked up. Yep. All right, Timmy, that's going to do it for today, pal. You locked up, unfortunately, but Tim Lammers. Place. Oh, there he is. Oh. Hey, it's not going to work. Uh, discovery well Plus. Disconnect. Oh, he can't even hear us, I don't think. No, we got to move on. Yep. Thank you very much. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tim Lammers, brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, uh, I just, I don't think it's a coincidence that you got here and all of a sudden the audio goes I, bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's horrible. I'm Typical. Officer Dave comes in and ruins everything. <laughs> There's no question about it. Yep, it's all on me. It's all true. You know, it's interesting, though. You're 24, and you made a girl who's 14. It's like, Ooh. That's creepy. Yeah. That's really creepy. You're right. Because yep. he's obviously attracted to her right away, and you're attracted to a 14-year-old? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you Who are from Mississippi, about? aren't you? Elvis, <laughs> Elvis Presley, yeah. And oh, uh, his wife was 14. Well, yeah, when, when he first met. didn't you listen to any of the interview? I wasn't here. Yeah, half. Oh, half you were. Later. You came in the middle of it, and the, I came in after it. And the main part is, you're Elvis Presley. Like you don't have to go date a fourteen-year-old. I wouldn't think you so. You probably yeah. could just walk out on the street and go, "Hey, <laughs> ladies, I'm looking for a girlfriend," and you'll have a lineup of. That is very true. I don't know. Well, like I said, when I met Catherine, I was 29 and she was 21, and that made me nervous because yeah. she was 21. Yeah. You know. 
But she was 21, so it all worked out in the end. Plus, she was smarter than me, so that mm-hmm. was the other good part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lady- no. What? No, she wasn't. No, oh, that's not- no. You're making that up as you go along, Tom. What are you talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. You can see them with me and Catherine in our suite. And again, it's not our suite. It's the one we're using that night. Let me point that out. To enter, just go to Tom Bernard app uh, or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 8, 10, 9, 10, and 10, 10. Email us back by midnight at contest at TomBernardShow.com and you win. Now, today's name was announced. And Jackie Vick called in and qualified. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. She is the first person that will be entering the official, unofficial Tom Bernard suite. It may or may not be there the entire time, but she'll be there watching the Eagles. What do you mean tonight? What might not be there? No, I'm saying your suite. It's up for debate if it's your suite the entire season for the Wild or if it's just for the one night for the Eagles. I'm pretty sure it's one night. I'm almost positive. (laughs) Today's qualifier name for the uh, Eagles with me uh, in my suite is Jackie Vick of North St. Paul. Jackie did call in and qualified our first qualifier. We're going to be doing this a lot more. Jackie Vick, email us. Uh, she did. By, t- took care of it. Uh, contest at TomBernardShow.com. So we'll be giving it away. And you could join Jackie and Catherine and me in the suite coming up on November 18th. Looking forward to that. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Tim's Jimmy. here to close it out. I'm back, oh, back yeah, yeah. My okay. internet has sucked for the last month. I got to get something going here. Uh, quickly, uh, I, I, you got to see the documentary on Disney Plus and YouTube. Uh, it's called Now and Then, The Beatles' Last Song. It's only 12 minutes long, documentary short. The new music video is out today. Tevin, I think I gave that to you in chat. Tom, you got to see it. What's it it's called? Like, uh, it's called, uh, the documentary is called Now and Then, The Last Beatles Song. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. you told me about that. It yeah, just was released a couple days itself, ago. The song itself is called Now and Then, and they have a music video today, and it's like they're, they're all there. I mean, it's just stirring stuff. It's really chilling. And it's a great song. I mean, you know, it's not, people I know complain with the couple of songs that they did about 20 years ago or so. It's like, well, it doesn't sound like the Beatles so much. And it's like more like Jeff Lynn. Well, you know what, though? The Beatles, if they proved anything, they always evolved yeah. throughout their career. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, to me, this is the sort of song that John Lennon would have been playing, you know, before his death in the 1980s. And they sort of modernized it. And obviously they used modern technology to uh, to resurrect the song. They separated the vocal from the piano. They finally got technology to do that. Yeah, right, right. Just like the other songs. So but anyway, I have to run. So sorry about that. The hiccup there. But uh, I'm going to be yelling at the Internet folks and hopefully be back to normal next week. Sounds good, Pally. Thanks, Timmy. See ya. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. So has anybody heard this Beatles song? I have not. Nope. It was at least, what, a couple days ago? Something like that? A few days ago? Sounds like, yeah, and the music video just released today. I have not heard the song, so no one's heard it? Let's see. uh, Released yesterday. Oh, it was released yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have the song? I do not, and I doubt they'd want us playing it on yeah, the show anyway. Yeah, we'd get about a uh, half second of the song out <laughs> yeah. and flag us and send us a bill for Yes, I'll play you the first note. Yeah. We can so extrapolate from you there. You used to be able to play it one time just to try to sell the song. Not, uh, not no. anymore. Days huh? are, that's long gone. long gone. That, is that because of Napster and all that? The, 
back yeah, in the day. Well, and like artists nowadays are, we don't need you to promote my song. I've got my yep. group of people already that I'll just give it yeah, to It's not like you have to sell vinyl anymore. No, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. That is very true. Darren and the other Andy say they like it, so they've heard it. Darren and the other Andy. Mm-hmm. I like that. So they like the song, they've heard it, and they, and they like it. Yeah, they so where good. can you listen to it legally? It's on, if you oh, Google it, it's on Spotify, YouTube. Spotify, Apple oh, Music, is. YouTube. Yeah, you just type it in. So since we use YouTube, why can't we listen to the song? That's because weird. then it's on our YouTube, and they want to go. They want people to go yeah. to their YouTube so they can sell ads. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the world has changed quite a bit. There's no question. You know what? I wonder what it's like to be in the record business now, since there are no more records. It'd be weird. That would be weird to be in the music yeah. business now. Yeah, essentially you're in the streaming business. Yeah, you're in the streaming yeah, business. There's no record yeah. and, business. And I would say most of the record companies now probably focus more so on getting their people out on tour and that avenue rather. Because it's not like you're getting people to go to Target to yeah, buy absolutely. a no. CD. Yeah, well, it's like you. Live Nation and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they're lean on. Yeah, but like yesterday when Ben was in studio and we are talking about going to Merwin Drugstore over on Lindale and Broadway when I was a little kid and you'd look mm-hmm. at the comic books and you'd look mm-hmm. at, go over and look at the latest 45 over there in the never music. Never done department. that in my life. No, you never have. I a- have bought one record or one CD in my entire life. Oh, really? Not even Brittany a record? Brittany or Tevin might be able to guess what it is. So teenage boy, 90s, what did I buy? Mm, I have no I, idea. I'm going to guess Space Jam CD. Well, we did have that, but I got that for Christmas. So, yeah, so did I. That was my first. <laughs> I was going to say Aaron Carter. <clears throat> the only no. CD I ever bought, I don't know. Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty. Oh, oh there yeah, you go. yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to Pretty you. Pretty much obligatory for a 90s teenager. Where'd you buy that? Uh, probably Target, if I had to guess. Oh, I mean, I, I was like 13 years old, so I bought it in massive quotes. But still. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you but think of that? still. Uh, we do have to mention this very, very quickly. Oh, matter of fact, we, yeah, we got to get going very quickly here in, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's time to change the clocks again this weekend. At least uh, this time around, we gain an hour of sleep on Saturday night. According to a recent survey, 70% of Americans think changing the clocks twice a year is a waste of time. We had talked about that earlier. I do. You think it's a waste of time? I'm so looking forward to never doing it again, if that ever happens. They've been promising it for like three years. I now. thought this was going to be it when they get when they change I it back so in the spring. I thought so too, but I couldn't find any information that says concretely that this is it. So, really? I don't know. We'd have to have because there's been like federal attempts to do it, mm-hmm. and then also Minnesota attempts, and I don't know if any of them have actually like fully been ratified yet. Now, here are the problems. A survey found some of the top reasons why we hate changing the clocks. It disrupts our sleep. We have to adjust our sleep schedule. It affects our mood and mental health. The act of going around and changing our clocks, having to turn the lights on earlier. People hate all. Boy, that sounds, that is a lot to, I, I mean, that's a lot to bear. <laughs> yeah. Turn okay. those lights on. I feel on. like if you have kids, then it's, that's, I could see that being yeah. a pain in the yeah. ass. And dogs. Yeah. Like, try to explain to your dog that they're not eating at the time. Like, they'll look outside mm. and be like, food now? And they, like, robot will literally howl at me, and I seem oh. to argue with her. Yep. It's, it's terrible. It's like, no, yeah, you but- imbecile. It's sleep time. <laughs> Jude does that at 8 o'clock at night. I'm going to the bowl. I'm assuming we're going to put some chow in there. Put some food <laughs> yeah. in here right now. <laughs> we have to take a break because Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 
Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt now joins us. So, Kristen. Good morning. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Uh, I think this is kind of interesting. Alec Baldwin, let's bring him back to the top because we've been talking about him quite a bit over the last year or so. It looks like he is going to be facing new charges in that shooting. Yeah, they're going back to, uh, they're having a grand jury take a look at some new charges. And so in order for him to sort of make sure that this isn't the top headline, he and his wife, Ilaria, really Hillary, because she's not really Spanish. Ilaria. um, Oh, my God. Are shopping a reality show with their seven kids. Shut up. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, he's pretty honest about it. He did an Ugh. interview with Kelly Ripa, and he's basically saying, I don't have the money to raise these kids anymore. Oh, okay. So, reality show is on the table. If I were him, I'd call it Seven in the Chamber. Oh, <laughs> good name for the show. Nicely done. Nice show. Wow, look at Andy's all proud of himself. <laughs> God. Big smile. Sometimes inspiration strikes. It does sometimes. There's no question. So what? So you can't. Was he tried for manslaughter and he was found not guilty? He was not. They dropped the charges. Oh, originally. okay. I was going to say because double jeopardy, but that wouldn't apply if he was never actually tried. Right. So it's mm. kind of interesting because there was a lot of evidence saying that the gun malfunctioned and that there was something wrong. There was also issues with the um, it, uh attorney general at the point and they had to get rid of them and so they Mm -hmm. had to scrap that case and start all over again and now they say that they have new evidence that'll be presented to a grand jury later this month and they are expecting charges to come from this wouldn't it be great if he went to prison wouldn't it be great well i mean i i i I mean if he didn't do it like if it's it was an equipment failure i mean there there was definitely a failure in terms of the armorer because and, and some of the safety checks that were not in place when it came to this particular mm-hmm. set. That, that is very clear. So what was it um, again? It was loaded with live ammunition? Yeah. Or was it yeah. a squib that, you know, no, did live ammunition. It, was it was live, live ammunition. Why was there a gun capable of loading live ammunition on a set? Why would they have even live ammunition on set? No, it set? doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, uh, here's the thing. So if you remember, this set was a little bit rogue in terms of safety and everything else going on. Clearly. The armorer was taking some of the props that were utilized in this film and on weekends going out and shooting some live rounds. And so there were just a lot of things in place that should never have ever happened on a set. So all of that carelessness um, wound up with the director shot and injured and the cinematographer dead. God. So I guess how is that if somebody else took this gun out on the weekend, loaded with live rounds or whatever, and somehow it ends up in Alec Baldwin's hands, how is then he responsible for Well, because if someone hands you a gun and says this gun is empty, and then you point it at someone and pull the trigger, that's, you're still being grossly irresponsible. Yeah. You always treat all guns as if they're loaded. But even yeah. when it's your job, you're on set at a movie? Like, but it yeah. wasn't they part of the bro- scene, though. He pointed oh. it at, like, the oh, camera okay. operator or something. Oh, okay. But even if it you. was part of the scene, Tevin, it's kind of going down to, even if you look at the medical field, if a doctor orders something and a nurse gives them that medication and they die, that's on the nurse. So it's like, really? there is a, yeah, there's a point of, like, you have to, you you just have to be accountable for your actions and like if it's a slippery slope so like 
like Andy's saying, if we're doing a podcast and I, a video podcast and I think this is something, somebody hands me a gun and says it's not loaded, there's still negligence happening. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's, there's still yeah, a tiny chance. And I just want to say that they did not do those final safety checks. So when someone, uh, what's supposed to happen is that the armorer is supposed to hand it to the actor. Instead, the armorer said it was all set to go. It was handed to an assistant director. The assistant director handed it to Alec Baldwin. So already the chain of command has already been screwed up there. And as an actor, you're supposed to also triple check that what the armorer has handed you is exactly what they say it is. Like mm -hmm. it's empty or it's not loaded or any of that. You have yeah. to be doing those final safety checks. None of that happened. You know the definition of the phrase snowball and hell's chance? Mm -hmm. That's the chance we'd have giving a live gun to Brittany in a studio with me. <laughs> Not a chance, sister. You're never shooting me. The, the funny thing is, is like I am when it comes to weapons. Like I, since I was in the military, I would never, ever. I would never do that thing I where you point so. at anybody. I wouldn't flag no. anybody. Like I'm very like mm -hmm. hypersensitive about you know barrel direction. So oh, my, when I, I was when I went shooting, I was much more scared of the bullets than the gun, yeah. because the really? bullets are where all the energy is. Because mm -hmm. the gun itself, all it really is is just like basically a tube with a pin at the end of it. You yep. know, not yeah. really that big of a deal. But the bullets themselves, those are scary. No question. Now, Kristen, I have to ask you a question. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've never even talked to Alec Baldwin, but Danny Baldwin and I were pretty good friends for a while there, a few years. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years now, but... He isn't doing much anymore, is he? I don't think. No, he's not really acting. He's not really out there. He, maybe he's doing some small video on demand movies, but he's not. Maybe, and, yeah. Yeah, not the big. But he's the nicest he's guy in the world. Danny Baldwin, you know Danny at all? Um, I don't because they, they live on the East Coast. Yeah, so that's the right. The Baldwins are that's New York right. actors. They, yep. they rarely make it out here on the West Coast. Just a really, really nice guy. But I understand Alec is not a nice person. He's just a massive pain mm. in the ass. Is that true? Oh, that is on record. That is not even, <laughs> I don't even have to say allegedly. I mean, if you take a look at his history, yep. um, you can see his contentious relationship with the paparazzi. He's had numerous. Yeah, with everybody and everything. Yeah. I mean, New York Post used to call him the bloviator. When I lived in New York, I used to remember that. They... I like that. Yeah, because he was always so angry. And I, I get some of it, you know, when he had a young daughter when uh, with, um, Kim Basinger, he was upset. He did not want, you know, the paparazzi taking photos of his child. I get it. But he would punch them instead of, like, try and shield his child. You know, it was it's the, the violence he would always resort to. Um, I think a lot of people have heard that voicemail. His daughter, Ireland, you guys remember? He called her mm -hmm. a pig. He called yeah. her a pig, yep. Yeah. A rude, thoughtless pig. Yeah, it's yep. really sad. So, I mean, he has had a lot of anger issues over the past. He is... Very talented, but I think also very mm -hmm. complex. Yeah, complex is a good way to put it. Nuts or complex. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and take a look at his wife. I mean, she has pretended oh that she God. is from Spain, and she is a white, preppy girl from Massachusetts. She's nuts. I mean, that woman's crazy. And I don't know. She's basically gotten away with it, essentially. Uh -huh. I mean, it, the, you know, sort of the controversy came and the controversy went, and people are still calling her Ilaria. And she's Ilaria. still talking with her fake Spanish accent, and it's very strange. Listen, Christine. <laughs> Christina. Christina, yeah, Christina. Uh, Tom, I've got a report this morning. 
You're going to start doing that now? That would be great. No, I'm not going to pretend that I don't know the word for cucumber. How you say? <laughs> How you, so, you say? Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. What do you call this? Cucumber? Yeah. Oh, you got to tell them that story. Cucumber in Massachusetts. I know. <laughs> That's a great story. What do you call this? She actually did that, really? Yes, How and there's video say. evidence. How you say cucumber. Cucumber. What is the word for this? Yeah, if you go and Google, like, Ilaria oh, Cucumber, the Today Show, you will see the video. It's up there on YouTube. I. Why would she do that? Because she had this whole, like, ruse going on of, mm -hmm. like, being Spanish, and she had to keep up with it. And because she was married to Alec Baldwin, she got a ton of opportunities. Like, it's kind of like being a Nepo baby. She became a health correspondent for extra. And oh, because God. of her, you know, yoga connections, she would do fitness and health segments on the Today Show. And, you know, they love those connections in the media. And so she had to live this whole, like, I'm Spanish, but I'm married to Alec Baldwin, and here's my health lifestyle. It's crazy when you think of the scam she got away with. So what is the upside of pretending you're something you're not? I don't get it. It makes you seem more exotic and interesting. Yeah. But it's not. I think I might have the clip here. Oh, God. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say it in English? Cucumber? Cucumbers. We have um, red. So, that was it. How do you, How say, do you say it in, in English, uh, cucumber? Right. She actually said This that. was on um, Today, oh, the God, Today Show. I just... yeah, the Today Show. We're not talking about like oh. a small local channel, like something out in the Hamptons. This was the Today Show. This was national. Yep. So, I'm, if I ever meet her, I'm going to say... How do you say F-U in Spanish? <laughs> no, just call her Hillary the whole time. Yeah, Hillary. Hey, how you doing, Hill, Hill? Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. What? Okay, explain to me the human brain. What is the upside of pretending to be something you're not when everybody knows you're not that? You're not fooling anybody. No. Well, it's like the Rachel Dolezé. Oh, Dolezal. Yeah, Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, I'm black. Okay. No, no you're, not. you're not. Other than that, though. Or what was that big scam one with the Call Me Anna um, Netflix thing? The, the Anna Dove. Yeah, yeah. Um, inventing Anna. Inventing Anna, yeah. That, I mean, she pretended that she was well off and a socialite and scammed a ton of people in the New York social scene and a few celebrities. She did get caught eventually, but it's one of those things. People love scam artists. I don't know why people are seduced by really? them even after the fact, mm -hmm. but Hollywood even loves to cover their stories. Why would you want to get anywhere near a scam artist? That makes no sense. I mean, if you're the victim of it, you're not going to be like, oh, this is amazing. But I feel like Hollywood's like, let's take a look and, you know, like catch me. If catch, yeah, I was just going to say, catch me if you can. Catch me if you movie. can. Um, Elizabeth Holmes is a great example in the tech industry. Yeah. Yep. A great scam. Yep. That's very, very true. Uh, Kristen, we were promised a mom today. Yeah. Um, oh, let me yeah. go get her. It's time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Your mom was uh -oh. going to come on today. Oh, you can see the fan whirling around in the mirror there. Look at that. Sure can. That's oh, a good a look. Nice Why? Oh, because they have a lamp. They have a fan. It must be nice. Oh, yeah. they have a fan and a lamp. Electricity, clearly. Yeah, they're paying the electric bill, which is a good sign. <laughs> that's, uh, it's got to be wonderful. So she's actually where now? Uh, oh, here we Florida. go. Florida. Florida, I'm in Florida. Yes. That's right. You're Grammy. in Florida. This is Grammy. Hi. 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 <laughs> her real name's Renee, but everyone calls her Grammy. Renee, we love your daughter. Oh, I love her too. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we influenced you to like her. Well, yeah. now I guess we know where she got her looks there, huh? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> ah! That's 
Brittany, and that's Tom. Officer Dave. Officer Dave. Yes. Hello. Oh, oh, Officer Dave. Okay. All right. All right. Renee, I see you. Don't worry. Florida isn't his We're jurisdiction. Right yeah, I was going to say, I hope, I hope Mr. Grammy isn't Steve watching this. You're going to have a throwdown. <laughs> Mr. Grammy. I like that. That works Renee said there's room for two. <laughs> so, she goes, it's no big deal. Mike's working outside. Let me just flirt with Officer Dave. <laughs> Is it an embarrassment to have a daughter in the entertainment industry? Tom, just asked you a question. Oh, sorry. Is it an embarrassment to have your daughter in the entertainment industry? Um. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am so sorry. She handled really well. That was phenomenal. Just long pause looks at she got to interview Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen because of me. That That's was, awesome. That was a nervous wreck. Oh, let, tell me about it. It was, what was the name of the movie that was kind of cute? We thought it was... A road trip. It road was a road trip. trip. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. They went on a road trip together, mother and son. Yeah, uh, and she had to go and interview them, and, like, her hair was shaking. She was so nervous. <laughs> are, are those your favorite celebrities that you've met because of your daughter? Probably Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand is pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah, I guess it would have to be her. Yeah, I don't meet that many. No, because she's she's on the East Coast. I'm in California, so we're we're in Florida right now. But that was my next question. Are you happy now that she's so far away? You don't have to put up with her. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put up with her since. Let's see. She went to high school, and then and, that was and it. And then that some all summer she would go to some. <laughs> she got the hell out. Camps. Yeah, I went camps. to like summer camps and stuff like that. My mom said I was ready to move out the day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> the day you were born. <laughs> Independent. Really. Yeah, I can really? see that. Yes, yeah. she did. But she is she's a straight A student, wasn't she, Paul? Oh yes. Oh she was I used to tell her most kids will do your homework. Take it easy, Kristen. It's okay. You're doing really good. You're doing really good. Like, stop doing your homework all the time. I she used to give me mental health days. She'd be like, You were too stressed out, you're not going to school today. <laughs> You know what's so great about this, and, I, and I'm very serious about this. I'll get serious just for one moment. It's so okay. nice to see a young woman and her mother together being so happy. And <laughs> no, I'm serious. Cherish the moment because if, if I could sit and talk to my mother like this, it would be so wonderful. So enjoy these moments. Was twits. Oh, Toots. That's yeah, cute. Toots, toots yeah. was great. She had a deeper voice than I did, though. That was the one problem. You oh. kids behave. It's like, okay, Mom. <laughs> I always so, say that a lot too. Tom's a radio <laughs> Hall of Fame broadcaster. Whoa. I'm going to brag yes. about him. Yeah. Oh, Andy is, is Tom's son. Andy's oh, also hi, there. Hi, Andy. Yeah, you know, Andy's Kevin. Over Hello. Yeah, Kevin. Tevin. 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 It's team. all right. Everybody Tevin says it. He's just so used to it. You're oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm immune to it now. So what about Brittany? And Brittany. And Brittany. Don't forget Brittany. I requested you. I am. Renee, I'm a huge Renee fan. I I, Now when anyone asks me what's the biggest celebrity I interviewed, I would say Renee. Renee Burt. (laughs) Renee Burt. Is there one, is it a problem, the fact that uh, they can't really tell who's younger, you or Kristen? Oh, right, right. I'm going to be a great-grandmother this month. You're going to be a great-grandmother? Oh, my God. I'm having a baby soon. You're my granddaughter, so... Okay, do we're we still going to call her Grammy, though. We're not going to go elevate to great Grammy. Mm, no. Not a great Grammy. No, no yeah. I understand that completely. Gigi so, works. Gigi, yeah. Yeah, Gigi works. Um, well, she was going to be Gigi. You want the tea on this? Let's yes. spill the tea. Oh, yes. I love family yep, yep, drama. Yep. Okay, so Grammy was going to be Gigi. 
as great grandmother. And then she went to the baby shower in Georgia and one of the other like step grandparents <gasps> on the other side of the family. Uh-oh. What did she get? Did she, she sign- got, she, she um, gave her baby clothes that she had embroidered and she signed it Gigi. No. Oh, she stole gosh. her name. She like peed on a tree. Like she like took, right. oh yeah. no, she didn't. Like, okay, I've been Grammy for so long. I'm yeah. just gonna- and like the original no Grammy, deal. yeah, and the original Grammy Burt was so great. So we're like, we have the next Grammy Burt. So <laughs> and Renee, nothing it. is more pathetic than somebody trying to create their own nickname. Right. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's cool. I'm good with it. It's but, fine. And Forever you, Grammy hashtag. Yeah, if you need some like sort of retaliation, you just let us know. We'll yeah, go we, down there. We'll pick. We'll pay Step Gram Gram a visit, and uh, yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll rip a onesie right in front yeah. of her. Yeah. <laughs> Soda squad. She's she's a military vet, so oh, yeah, don't mess with Brian. I, I like yeah, that's yeah, cool. I, I got your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Graham's small but mighty too. We're not the tallest like of the lot. She's five two to my five. Yeah, three. now she's sitting on something and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! They were almost dead even there. Uh, oh, another great like... telltale sign about somebody you know, a mother and a daughter loving one another. Is Kristen? You don't even know you're doing doing this, but because you live on the other side of the continent, every chance you get in this interview, you have touched her shoulder. I love that. I do. Oh, I, I know, isn't it just it, because like, she's pocket sized? We love her. She's so funny. They love to make fun of me. Oh. No, but I just love well, the fact. You should see my brother sometime. He's like a foot taller than both of us, and like a hundred pounds over us. He's yeah. He he's goes cute. to the gym like twice a day. I swear. He's a meathead. Twice All right, a, but he Calm still down. lives on the East Coast. He hey. lives in Florida, right? We're no, not he's meatheads. in Miami. He's in Miami, so. Yeah. Oh, he's in Miami. Yeah. 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 Not all bad. So, you proud of your daughter? I am. I'm very proud of my daughter. I've always been proud of her. It's like she's, yeah. I didn't never got in trouble. I wasn't she a bad didn't. kid. Oh, Sam's coming in oh, here too. Sam's we got a dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's Sam? Let's look at Sam. We got to see Sam. Sam. Oh, what kind of dog is Sam? Sam? He's so he's a big dog. He's oh, a, oh, he's a big dog. Of oh. course, you guys have a big dog. Oh, like that's a bed so right funny. There. Oh, look at his size. Oh, Sam's a huge dog. You get dog butt. You get dog butt. Yeah, we get dog yeah. butt. That's right. He and goes here. Here's my butt, Tom. Too. Thank you so much. I get to see a dog butt. Here, Tom. Here's my butt. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That's great. No, I mean, great lesson for people from, you know, a daughter and her mother sitting there enjoying time together. That's what a great message to send America. That's all I'm saying. It's been fun. Yeah. It's, I don't see her often, and, but I did see her a lot this year. Didn't well, I? yeah, we had like deaths and things like that. <laughs> oh, so for God's sake. Then, you know, <laughs> Renee, oh, we did meet at Disney World. Too. Oh, we did yeah. Disney. Oh, there Renee, you go. Renee, did you go to Kristen's husband's show then in Florida when I he was did. there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was a little Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, uh, we're very, very proud to have her on the show. I will tell you that. Oh, thank you. They so put much up with me every me. day. And I was talking about you, off. not her. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> she goes well. Well, yeah. <laughs> nah, isn't it a one, it, it's a wonderful thing. It is. A, it's a very good uh, image for people. A mother and a daughter loving each other so much is fantastic. Well, it's nice meeting you all too. Nice to meet I you. I hear well. a lot about you guys. Uh-oh. She loves doing the show. 
Oh, I'll pay you later. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the dough later. Thing. I'm just reading off a script. That's a great treat. Davis, as I like holds, <laughs> as I pinch her, say nice things. Oh, so yeah, she's not holding or she's not touching her shoulder because she missed her. She's like making sure she say the right thing as I told you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Renee, you got to give me one tip because that's what your daughter does. She gives me like she told me to watch the Righteous Gemstones, and I have, and I love it. Magnificent. She just said shit. <laughs> what? She just said shit. <laughs> You're asking a hard question. She said, yeah. Bullshit. She didn't she say shit. Tip. Bullshit. She did. She said it under her breath. I heard it. Well, I know, but I just said it three times to cover. I, I, I told you what to say because I knew he was going to ask this question. Oh, what did you tell me to say? I'm what? <laughs> what the hell? Okay, he's going to ask you what you want, what you're watching. So you're watching on Netflix. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to tell him I watch that. Yeah, you do. What? The, uh, She's keeping up with all the other white women in America and watching true crime shows. Oh, oh I love it. Love all it. the other white know. women in this America. One about, what is it called? Oh, about a... But they're not sure if the boyfriend or the daughter did it, but they killed the parents. This goes back to ni- in the 1980s. Mm. They slit the throat. It was really nice. Oh, okay. Maybe it's easier for you to tell us a embarrassing story about Kristen from Ooh, her childhood. I like it. Oh. Give it. You have one. Oh, my God. I don't know. Do you have an embarrassing story? I wasn't very embarrassing. Well, I she was embarrassing to me. I used to ask <laughs> I used to ask her. Now, she's little. We're talking about a three, four. Kristen, can mom have a kiss? Mom, I'm sorry. I don't have any. I haven't been to the store yet. <laughs> <laughs> Are they terrible? Was, and then I had a son who was Velcroed to my knee till he was about 10. <laughs> Grammy went to nursery school with Eric, pretty much. <laughs> Where I'd be like, go away. <laughs> what a wonderful story. came out of the womb independent. I love the fact that she didn't remember the the show she was going to promote. (laughs) I was like, hold on, I'm going to get the cat for you, too. Oh, you're going to get the cat now, too. We've got to get the cat in there. There's no question about it. Okay. Renee, that's... your new baby doll. Oh, look at that little kitty. Little kitty. six months old. You going to say hello? Look at the little... He's wearing a little mitten. Freddie's going to cry. We've got two mittens. Look at that. Got two mittens right there. You know, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Melissa keeps asking if we can get a kitten. I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's oh, a lot of work. Look at this. Oh, they're so lovable. They're a lot of work. Andy, I can find you a kitten in about three oh, minutes I'm, if you need one. There's every Andy, building in the state has stray kittens for sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's part Oops. of the problem. I could see yeah, that. What are you doing, huh? <laughs> but I will tell you, Aww. Renee, um, I've been doing uh, this business now for 53 years. Wow. And after all that time, to be working for, what, over 10 years now, right, Kristen? Yep. We've been working together. We're hitting 11 this year. 11 years we've been working together, and it's been just horrible. I mean, I meant what I meant yeah, to say. Were in the car when you two were in, doing interviews? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Mom, be quiet. Mom, <laughs> be quiet. All right, ladies, go like enjoy your day. <laughs> What are you guys going to do today? You guys do anything today together? Um, well, we might go. We'll go for a walk. Beach, uh, we're going out maybe to dinner tonight. Dinner, yeah. Yeah. What do you gonna... mean the beach? It's like 20 degrees, isn't it? 
no. It's 80. Florida? No. Uh, oh, that's right. It's in Florida. I forget. Oh, we can go swimming in her pool. Yeah. Oh, you can swim oh, in her pool. Gosh. Good for you. I'll be out Tom, there shopping. Do you have a place in what, West Palm? In West Palm, yes. Yeah, West Palm. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. where we always fly out of, West Palm. The nice airport. I love that yeah, airport because it's not gigantic. God, you go to that Miami airport. airport. Oh, God, that airport's Fort Lauderdale and Miami are way too busy. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right about it. No, we, we absolutely love it. I used to work in Jacksonville, Florida. I was at WAPE in Jacksonville. Okay. So I got to love Jacksonville. I'll always promise myself if I could ever afford it that I would get a place in Florida. So that's why we did, I guess. But I that's love fun. it. I love Florida. He's a snowbird. He's a snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I like it. There's yeah. no question. You get a lot of people. And now we've got, you know, no humidity. So now it's really nice. Yeah, this time of year, you're right. It's absolutely stunningly beautiful. All right, well, you're going to have to get in the car and come down and visit me while I'm down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You and Grammy and <laughs> KB, the other KB. Not the other KB. His wife is Catherine. Oh, so. oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Catherine. Renee, have a lot of fun. Renee, it was so nice meeting you. We nice love you Kristen. So oh, I thank it, you. We yeah, I, I love her too. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's a good thing. Even if she wouldn't kiss me when she was younger. Yeah. Really? Oh, uh, wait a minute. We could close with that. Why it's wouldn't so you kiss nice your mother? What's that? Oh, oh there you go. Trying to make up now with that phony she, kiss. She went to the store and had some yeah. kisses. Yeah, yeah she right? must have found one in her pocket. <laughs> All right, go enjoy your day, ladies. Okay. Have a good weekend, everyone. Right, thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Love you. Love you guys. Love, Love you, you too, sister. She's wonderful. Look at her. Come on. Get off the air. She's like pulling her. Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. See, I understand now why she is who she is after yeah. meeting mm-hmm. her mother. She's yep. definitely, insp- her mother definitely inspired her to be what she is and who she is, don't you think? Yep. Oh, what a warm, yeah, I loved that. And it made me sad, too, because my mom's in Florida, and I yeah. miss my mom. <laughs> well, my mother's dead. How do you think I feel? Both my Well, Florida and dead. dead are very similar, Tom, so <laughs> oh, it's yeah. fine. Honestly, God, I, but that seeing that stuff, that does remind me of sitting with my mother and, you know, talking in that manner, in that way, and, yeah. you know, Andy will tell you that, Although you were pretty young, but I, I got, a, I loved my mother. Yeah, you were only like what two when she died, something like that. Oh no, you were older what? than that. No, I was like twenty. You were. T- <laughs> oh, that's right. She died in two thousand eight. I was twenty two. Otherwise, I'd be very offended because you always ask me if I met Toots, and I'm like, what? Like, you know what's sad about that is I still think that Andy's about eleven or twelve. Yes, yeah. I know. I do that mm-hmm. all the time. Like, yeah, weren't you born mm-hmm. in like 2011? Uh, <laughs> I do that to Andy too. I'm always like, Andy, you want some candy? He's like, right. I'm an adult. Yeah. Of course I do. She just comes into the studio and rubs him on top of his head. <laughs> 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 but I do make that mistake all the time. I cannot believe my kids are in their mid to late 30s. I know. Yeah. I have a I hard time with that. I don't think anyone ever really, you know, can adjust. By to the that time thing. you're 60, you get used to being 40. I loved Renee. I got to be honest with you. Oh, that was Eight. great. Like, I feel like anytime Kat, or Catherine Kristen's not available, can we send your mom the StreamYard oh, link? Can yeah. she like it. do the report? What are you watching, Renee? None of your business, Tevin. <laughs> I know. I don't want to tell him. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, well, shady. I'm yeah. not telling you a thing. Forget it. You know, it's interesting. Kristen doesn't have that, that uh, East Coast accent anymore. No, the Massachusetts her accent. Her mom still does, though. Absolutely. Well, Kristen's lived, like... She's probably lived outside of that sphere for the overwhelming majority yeah, of her life. Because didn't she move here when she was in like college or something? Or I like believe right so. After? Yeah, working mm-hmm. with Jesse Ventura. So, yeah, yeah. which it's the twenty fifth 
year anniversary of him being uh Governor, or something is it that, like that long? Twenty fifth. Yeah, I just wow. uh, let me see. He and I, got... I have been battling for twenty five years already. Holy <laughs> yep. God! Twenty five years ago today, it looks like. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow, boy, I can't believe that's twenty five years ago already. Just imagine twenty five more years from now, you're going. Yeah, Tom's been dead for a long time. It's unbelievable. We got to take a break. Come mm. right back and wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back. That was a wonderful segment at Kristen Burt with her lovely mother, Renee, schmoozing with us. You know, and again, that's another one of those deals with all these people running around talking about, you know, the far left and the far right and all their, oh, the world's miserable and it's horrible and everything sucks. No, it does not. 
we need to all move more closer to the center again and stop bitching at each other about everything constantly. Enjoy your family, enjoy your loved ones, your friends, and shut up. Is that good advice? I like it. It works for me. Shut the hell up. That would be good. Right? Uh-huh. We're not getting a lot of support, Officer Dave. Oh, what else is new? Stabbing us right in the back. There's Tevin no question and, about it. Tevin and Andy, what do you expect? Well, I'm... Uh... Getting ready for the family podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's in there working his ass <laughs> off. But other than that, everything is I'll good. I'll throw him under so, the bus. Sometimes yeah, the system fine. isn't totally uh, initialized here. I understand that. There's no question about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this very quickly, I just got to throw this in there because, you know, we just had a couple of days ago, had your uh, Halloween three days ago. Mm-hmm. A father says his kids got sauce packets trick-or-treating. Oh. <laughs> Here's some fire sauce. Huh. Here's yeah. a little ketchup for you. <laughs> Depending you know on what, what sauce though? it was. Like, when you do need sauce, that is pretty clutch. So Not like, at Halloween. <laughs> and, I don't know. Wait, Brittany, are you the type of person where you keep and store the sauce packets in a drawer? No. no oh, some I, people do. I used to, but you never use them. No. 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 I am a, there, there's some things I am a minimalist about, and that is one. I don't want, like, I had an ex who used to always bring home a bunch of Chipotle napkins. Yeah. Um, and I was yep. like, knock that off. We yep. are not. Or the plastic spoon and stuff. Yeah. Like, you never know. No, I, I know. <laughs> I will buy a pack of plastic silverware we can have in the thing. I don't need, I don't need the randoms. I'm really weird mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I wish that those kind of things were opt in rather than yeah. opt out. Because yeah. it's like. Point. I, I just feel bad about throwing all that stuff away every time I go to a place like that. It's like, how yeah. many how many packets of horsey sauce do you get, think get thrown away every day? Yeah, that's so true. About yep. 10 million. And it's, I'm, yeah. oh, go ahead, Brittany. Oh, I'm so weird that, like, the other day I was really craving a McDonald's cheeseburger, and I was like, I don't care. I want one. Every so and often. I, so every so often. It's like once mm-hmm. a year I'm like, yeah. I just want a McDonald's cheeseburger. I get it. And I literally said, don't put it in a bag. Just hand me the burger. Like, I don't Ooh, want I the like bag. It. Like, just, right. no, I don't good. need the extra stuff. No. I, I hate the extra yeah. stuff. And they either put a thousand sauces in there yeah. or not enough sauce mm, at all. Or like, one. It's one. There's yeah. no, can we just go do a training session where we can collectively agree on the proper number? <clears throat> okay, if we only have one story left... Should I do this story? Here's the headline. You ready? Mm-hmm. Good news. Rubik's Cubes, UFOs, and whale puke. That's whale the name puke of the... Whale puke would be ambergris, which is an ingredient in perfumes. Mm-hmm. The Rubik's Cubes and UFOs, how would that tie in? Hmm, maybe they're making a Rubik's Cube-scented perfume. All right, well, here's the full story, ladies and gentlemen. Here are a few like more... Plastic. A few more good news stories making the rounds. A grandma in Arizona is gearing up for her eighth Thanksgiving in a row with a random guy she accidentally invited to dinner as a teen back in 2016. Now you can have dinner with them, too. The grandma's name is Wanda Dench. She's doing a uh, thing with Airbnb where two guests, up to two guests, will have a uh, Friendsgiving with them this month because, quote, grandmas feed everyone. You'll say uh, you'll stay at Wendy's house for the night, play board games, watch movies, and get to be in their annual Thanksgiving selfie. To go with it, Airbnb is making a big donation to the charity Feeding America. I'm going to move through the UFO because I don't care about that. But a guy's dog found a rare lump of whale puke on a beach in Scotland, and it could turn into a huge payday for him. Whale vomit has stuff in it that's used in high-end perfumes. Andy already pointed that out. Ambergris. Mm-hmm. 
the chunk his dog found could be worth thousands of dollars. Hamburgers is very valuable. Jesus. A bunch bunch of whale puke, and you get thousands of bucks for it. Also, how did we find out that whale puke goes great (laughs) in some perfume? That's a good point. That's very bleak. Uh, There's a whole episode on Bob's Burgers about this. It's very funny where they have... Futurama, that's how I know about it. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, they would... Do a whole thing on on whale puke. Like on how whale puke, how yeah. bad was that guy smelling? Where he was like, you know, let me put some of this puke on me. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot. Pretty much any food you can think of. I mean, like most mushrooms. It's like you go into the forest, and ninety percent of these are going to give you a horrible, painful death. Mm-hmm. But it might be tasty. This one, let's give it a yeah. try. See what happens. There was a lot of desperation back in the caveman days. That's true. All right, we'll close with this line. A 17-year-old boy just broke a world record for the fastest time solving a Rubik's Cube while skydiving. Why? I don't know. It's a very niche It's too easy to do it sitting at a table. He jumped from 14,000 feet and solved it in just over 28 seconds. He said it was much harder than he expected. Yeah, just (laughs) hold on to it. I got to eat. I love that. But 14,000 feet, that is up there, baby. Almost yep. three miles, yeah. for Christ's sake. I'm still working on the first one I got when I was six. <laughs> yeah. Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Sure. Tom, did you ever skydive? Nope. I've never been skydiving in my life. I would never. Wait, didn't Catherine go? I don't think once? so. I don't think so, no. Yeah, did Josh Arnold ever? You've never been skydiving, skydive. Josh? Yes. You no, have? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you lied yeah, I was I like, that right does away. not fit I his profile. My son, who went skydiving, my oldest son, mm-hmm. he went skydiving in Switzerland. I said, why would you ever want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? I know. Mm-hmm. It's designed know. to keep you up in the air. Yeah, so like Clint Eastwood I, line, jumping out of a perfectly good aircraft is not a natural act. Mm-mm. There you go. Am I the only one who's skydiving? I mean, you know only... guys who were in the military. You must be. Did. Yeah, well, cause, were you in the military when you did it, Brittany? Hell no. Oh, you like I, okay. No, I did it over in Wisconsin in like That 20... seems like a bad idea. You weren't a, like a paratrooper? <laughs> Wisconsin is not my no. go-to for skydiving. There's, there's a big, there's in like Baldwin or something? Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's beautiful and it's like, you know, they, huh. it's really professionally run, but um, just right over the border and it's, uh, we went in like 2021, we didn't have a lot of activities going on and my uh, sister-in-law had just gone through a divorce and she wanted to do something extreme. So I was like, screw it. So I went and did it. It was super fun, but I didn't have, like, you either, like, okay, cool, I did that, or you get obsessed. There's, like, two people in the whole world. Oh, sure, yeah. I I was not obsessed. I was not, like, I need to do this every week kind of I understand completely. Mm -hmm. All right, that is going to do it. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family show. And Brittany has got to go because she's such a big deal. Bye, guys. Love you all. Love you too, sister. We'll be right back.